dead. Dead. Hello and welcome back to Craft Beer is Dead. I am Chris Face with my co-host. The Pine Size Traveler. And we actually, uh, we're super stoked because we're on a separate location today. We're over at Lobo's Coffee Roasters. Uh, some good buddies of ours opened this up right down the road. Introduce yourself, guys. Hey, how's everybody doing? I'm Pablo. Uh, hi, my name is Tony, and uh, we're the owners of uh, Lobo's Coffee Roasters here in, uh, here in Audubon Park. Uh, how, you guys are in soft opening, right? As, as soft opening could go, yes. Uh, <laughs> You're open. You're open. We're open. You're we're open. open. <laughs> we, had a, we had a great response from the community uh, uh, this past weekend and a great uh, response uh, through, throughout the week. So Every time we drive by, you guys seem slammed. I mean, you're super busy now. So how's it feel? I mean, it's working. It's up. It's running. It's working. <laughs> a lot of pressure to keep it working, I guess. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, it's been about a year and a half. Uh, oh, wow. of, of just trying to get this location. It's been a little bit longer than that to, uh, uh, from the idea to concept, but it's exciting, it's great. Uh, it's always like kind of just the next step. Um, you know, we did a little toast uh, when we got our CO, yeah. and then it was five minutes and then back to work. <laughs> um, speaking of toast, before we get too deep into this, you guys want to try this beer that you guys brought yeah. out for us? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so they were kind enough to share with us uh, Freedom Tower from Tank Brewing. I've had this once or twice before. Um, they're out of Miami, and actually, you've got a small tie to them as well, right? Correct. Uh, my uh, my brother-in-law works for Tank Brewing down there, so we're excited. Uh, he's uh, he's brewing now a bit more. Shout so, out to Charlie. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Charlie. <laughs> Sweet Chuck. <laughs> We see them at uh, beer fests all the time, and I mean, I don't think I've had a beer I haven't liked from them, so it's pretty awesome that it's a full circle. Yeah, for sure. Cheers, guys. Right, Cheers. Cheers. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like beer before coffee. Wow, that's great. Oh. What are some of the details on that one? So it's an American Amber Ale. And uh, pretty straightforward on it. They do a solid job with it. Nice bald backbone, a little bit of hop to it. Um, I know they've got quite a few different brands kind of floating around the stores and stuff. A Saison, I want to say they have a, a lighter option as well. So I don't have my info on me as I usually do, but go support their cores, please. Absolutely. All right. So uh, how did you guys come up with the name? How did the name come about? Oh, that was, that was a process. <laughs> um, actually, uh, my cousin down in Panama, uh, as we were just slinging names back and forth, um, some were okay, some were terrible. Um, but um, <laughs> can you he, name a terrible one? Oh no, I'm not going down that route. I'm not going down. It was it was a discussion. Um, it was a fight. But no, it, it, it came down to he said, well, "Why don't you just call it Lobos? It's part of your last name." Pretty sure um, that was my idea, not his. Uh, okay. so, I, I, I remember him coming over. But anyways, I um, never get any credit around here. Uh, no, no respect. No, no respect. So, um, so that's kind of where it came up. Uh, it's part of my last name. Nice. Um, what about the wolf? How did you guys come up with the wolf? Well, it's that's the what it translates from. to. <laughs> um, from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's <laughs> Game of Thrones show. <laughs> 
No, we, we came up with some ideas. Once once we had the name, uh, we started thinking about logos and ideas and branding. And uh, I'll give him Pablo this. He's the, uh, the kind of the geometric shape. Oh, wow. So we started kind of looking at that. We worked with uh, French Shape. And they helped us create and develop the, um, the design and no. the idea of it. And uh, we just we just kind of fell in love with it. It felt right. It is gorgeous. Thank and got to give credit to Wifey because oh. she's the one who came up with the, the greenery oh, wall yeah. and the <laughs> neon <Everything>. light. <laughs> and it's so beautiful. You just can't stop looking at it when you uh, walk in here. Awesome, yeah. I mean, just the little touches. Uh, Paulo and I don't have any design, architectural, <laughs> anything. Isn't that so, appendage between your legs? Oh, uh, it's kinda <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, Danielle definitely uh, had the vision. We did, we did work with uh, uh, a designer as well, and they really kind of created the mold. And Danielle really kind of put it in her fingerprints on, on the look and the design. Now it's very, very clean, but I feel yeah. like it also represents what we came from from Miami. Absolutely. And uh, we just want to bring that feeling here to Audubon Park. But yeah, it's still very comfortable, very warm. Yeah. You come in and relax. And 100%. Enjoy. It is. And that clean is exactly the best way you could describe it, honestly. Keeping it that way is not so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. I bet. It's still, we know, yeah. <laughs> You know, so like, uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about too was, you know, myself, I'm a huge fan of just coffee shops in general, right? But Orlando itself, we've got a few, like, a handful of roasters. So, you know, it's one thing kind of like translating across our industries here too, you know, I feel like Orlando was one of those places in beer where you saw a lot of bottle room or bottle shops, a lot of tasting rooms, those kind of things, long before you started seeing a lot of breweries. And then all of a sudden, breweries start popping up out of nowhere. And so it's really cool to see this, like being one of the, the first handful of, of groceries to kind of come in and show a little bit more of the process behind what I think most people just do on their daily business of just going out and getting a coffee and that thing. So what was it that got you kind of into coffee roasting specifically? What was it that like, why start a roastery as well as a shop? Uh, a couple items uh, with that. Um, it started off with, with uh, my grandmother's farm back in Panama. She's unfortunately no longer with us. Um, you know, it's a it's, it's not in great shape right now, and to get it back in working order, it's, it takes years to actually get a coffee farm in operation. So, um, you know, doing the research and, and, and looking at it, uh, we felt that we could still do something. Um, I give a lot of credit to Pablo. He's made some great connections down in Nicaragua. We also have some connections in Panama. Um, you know, I have a background in hospitality and restaurants and whatnot. Uh, and the last place I worked at, we dry aged our steaks. So, <clears throat> and anyone wanted to see a dry aging process, we showed them. Uh, because that's, that's the big difference. What's the difference between getting a regular steak anywhere else versus like, you know, where I used to work at? Um, the more the difference is dry aging. So, that's kind of the vision. Uh, we saw other places that also roasted as well. Um, but we wanted to encompass a little bit of more. Um, if you're going to come in and get a, have a cup of coffee, um, we want you to sh show you what we, how we roast, how we get our, our items, um, get quality products, and, uh, and probably definitely talk about you know, the, the Nicaragua that we have right now. And um, just having all that encompassing, I thought, would have been great. Because I, I feel like that's, that's where the market going, is going. People want to see where yeah. the food is coming yeah. from. 
Seahawks made. Um, it's like an attraction. I mean, it's, it's perfect to be yeah. in Orlando because people come here for not just the product, they want a whole show and dance yeah, too. So. so that's kind of how it kind of formed. Uh, talking, you know, with, with Paul Moore, kind of telling him my, my vision and ideas and showing him examples. Uh, he kind of eventually bought in and and you know he he was the main person to to really find the location where we're at now and um and it's just it's, it's kismet kind of you know it's meant to be right yeah um but it, it, first and foremost it starts off with quality products uh, i mean this we wouldn't be here if we didn't have uh, some of the best coffee in the world. um now i know there's a lot of coffee shops out there um there's some that roast as well um but even so even if they go to the same place even in the same region uh, it could be vastly different from what we are making to what they're sure. making. So there's millions of coffees out there, how you grow them. I mean, you guys are in beer, you guys can do the same thing. You can yeah. get something completely different from someone else. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the you know, we couldn't do this without, you know, people like in, in Nicaragua and our connections out there, right? Yeah, and I think uh, just to go back to your question, um, what we're trying to deliver here is, is more than just a cup of coffee. It's an experience. It's a uh, you come in, you see the roasting process. If you're lucky enough to catch us on a roasting day, we can show you, you know, how, how passionate we are just by talking about it. Um, even our espresso machine, you know, that you you won't see one of those anywhere else in the in Orlando, and that's because you know we went. Florida. to look for it, right? <laughs> no, that one was cool. Like, even yeah. the first time we came in, I had never seen anything like that. I, you know, every espresso machine I've ever seen in another place, you push a button, and nothing against them. I'm sure they make right. great things, right. and I've all enjoyed it, but this was a very, very different style that I've been used to, so, like, you want to talk a little bit about that one? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, at first, I mean, I was, I'll, I'll, I'll take this one only because I was the first one to be, uh, express feelings against it. Um, oh, trust me. So we're in LA. <laughs> so I'll tell I want to go to the pool. <laughs> Tony's like, we're here for work. You know, we're out there buying all this equipment for the shop and, you know, meeting with the people who made the coffee roaster. And I'm like, what's wrong with this espresso machine? It's fine. We don't have to drive three hours north, but... So we yeah, I never in LA and we drove to above Santa Barbara wow. in, a, in a little in a little spot. Yeah, I don't even know what the town is called, but it was the nicest town. And um, I will say, ten minutes after meeting with Salvatore, I was sold. Um, you just see his passion behind his espresso machines, how um, he's been doing it for so long, and just you know his charisma behind it. It's unmatched. So. Being able to have that that connection to him in our shop all the way here in Florida, across the country, um, it meant everything to us. So it, it cost us a little bit more in time and money, but um, we feel that a the, the quality of the coffee that we're getting out of it, every espresso shot, is is top notch, and um, it's actually simplified our training for our staff because they don't have to worry about dialing in or adjusting prompts or anything like that so well, it saves you time and money in the long run anyway so yeah well it, yeah it wasn't so apparent at first but i'm glad we took the trip yeah so, yeah and it definitely helps to be working with people who are equally obsessed as you are yeah. with some, you know <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely it's infectious he um he and it just radiates as soon as you walk in a shop it's it's radiating so anybody who hasn't uh looked up salvatore espresso machines uh Shout out to him for, for making us a one-of-one. It's an incredibly looking machine. 
So like kind of saying on that same vein there, like that's one thing that obviously sets you guys apart a little bit in the realms as far as your process and kind of what you focus on. Uh, you're not doing it just to be different, but much more of like a, hey, this can be done better when you're looking this way. What are like, what are some things that you kind of feel with, you know, maybe your brand or your product or things like that, that kind of set you apart and things that you're a little more focused on that kind of make you stand out a little bit? Um, well, what we want to do is obviously not just have the place and, and the product, um, but uh, I give a lot of credit to our, our lead barista, Josh. He, he's helped create some of uh, our most popular uh, drink items uh, from the Florida PSL to the Mediterranean Corta um, and a couple other items on there. Uh, we hope to have a Fasi Tigre here on pretty soon on the app as well. It's going to be a combination of um, a house blend on tap. Uh, so it's going to be not a cold brew, but a cold brew, but mixed already. Um, so there's a lot of items that we're still working and tinkering on. Uh, I you know, express to to our colleagues, uh, um, to our staff, that inspiration can come from anywhere. And there's something that is fantastic that people love that we want to be able to, to be that place to create it. Some other places already have set in stone what they have, and this is who it's going to be. Um, again, I come from the restaurant background where you have seasonal items, you have other items, but ultimately what, what that is, is it comes from a higher place in the corporate world, we don't have that. We have people that are passionate and that create some of these items that could really, uh, so could come here and really enjoy. And that's what it all is about. We're a craft coffee shop that could create not just the ambiance, but some drinks, some food elements as well. We're working with our kitchen team to, to modify some of those items. Oh, awesome. Uh, we have some, we, we, again, we created some great menu items that pair well with, with our with our craft uh, um, drinks. But also that same creation. You know, what can what can we do in the kitchen to to have that experience when you come back different? Yeah, they're off different. constantly being innovative. And whose Correct. idea was it to have the craft beer on top? This yeah. one over here. <laughs> All the good ideas come from me. That's yeah, I'm just amazing. Kidding. I no. mean, if we didn't say it before, uh, how many do you guys have on currently? Five, six. six? six. That's insane. So, who um, are you carrying right now? So we have from, um, uh, we wanted to go hyper-local. Yeah, 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 definitely. So we got um, uh, Lake Ivanhoe, we got Tenten Brewing, we got Ellipsis, uh, Bollinger, uh, Bolligan, my apologies, um, and uh, Katie's Coach, which is uh, Castle Church. Uh, ravenous pigs and ravenous order. Nice. No. Man, I mean, what a spread! And I, you know, you know, we think it's genius that you incorporated craft beer into no. it all. And you just walk in, and you know, you just feel like you could hang out here all day, going through the morning into happy it. hour. You know, I, I, I think I think you might be getting the idea of what we're going <laughs> <Yes>. for. <laughs> you could get your work done. You could have your upper, and then you could have your relaxer. We've had, a, I mean, we've had a lot of people come in the afternoon already and just sit at that bar and just drink beer with their computer. I mean, not every yeah. time you're studying do you need a coffee. I mean, some people... How happy does that make you feel? Oh. Like you walk in and you see, you're like, they're so content. They're so happy right now. I, I'm looking forward to starting some type of Sunday brunch where we can have like mimosas. Yes. Oh, Lord. Now he wants sparklers. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny you say because I remember like we were on a few shows when we first got up over at Tactical, right? And so we'd sit down and, and 
they, they were super excited about what we were doing. They're like, guys, what's next? And we're like, shit, I, I can't even tell you what's tomorrow. <laughs> like, like, I think I'm here till two, and then I gotta cake this, and I gotta run over and figure out something with a tap. Yeah, it's right. ridiculous. So, yeah. Like, go home, walk my dog. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I need to eat something at some point this week. Right. I mean, I eaten since yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well, it sounds like uh, we all understand yes. what we're talking about. Yes, it's. it's it's hard, but yet it's very rewarding. Yeah. Uh, it's ours. We, we put our fingerprint on it, and we just love that other people also. Uh, our guests, our consumer, it. our yeah. you know our patrons are the ones that are really you know we made this for them, right? I mean, you guys are getting tagged non-stop and stuff, which is so great to see because I mean you're constantly reposting stuff on your Instagram story, which you guys aren't following them. Highly recommend doing that. Um, and what's just so fun is. You see a lot of, you know, like influencers coming in and then just, you know, people who just enjoy coffee and they walk over to that wall, take a picture with their coffee. And I mean, it's genius. It's marketing, you know, so it's like everyone knows who you guys are now based off just how many people have shared your shit on Instagram way, already. Way more than we ever it's expected. It's insane. Every say. day you're constantly re-sharing yeah. stuff and the story is long but with repost. Right. It's amazing. It's great. I mean, uh, it's hard to see it from an operational side. At least for me, that's what I've been doing all my life. Yep. yep. No, I totally get that because I'm usually in my own little box like dealing with valves and pressure and stuff. We, we we're like, like, Chris, we're on Instagram. I don't know if you know that or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, coming from us, I feel like there's a really a generational gap between social media and us. Like, I, we're from the age where we didn't grow up with a cell phone, yeah. so like MySpace. Facebook, MySpace. MySpace. Shout out to MySpace. I was more of a live journal guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like when Instagram came out, there was like a good five, six years I didn't even know what it was. You know, that's so the for, same. that's for us, it's actually a bit challenging. We gotta like, you know, well, if we're gonna create a post. What do we say? Yeah. What filter do we use? So um, you understand the animation. importance of it, though, right. which is great. And, and the fact that we've even been able—I mean, I think we had 3K followers just a couple of days ago. Yeah. But the fact that we were able to do that um, in such a small time, I feel like it's just. You know the beginning of something that could you had be two thousand before you even opened. I think yeah, so. We I was like, definitely. how the hell? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, impressive. It was very organic. Um, the community's been great. They've been responding well. I mean, I try my best to reply to every message on there yeah. when I do see it. Um, and they've just we've got nothing but great comments and support so how do you think it. that really happened so authentically because I mean we would do beer fests for a year and change leading up to opening so that's kind of how people started you know figuring out about oh, tactical yeah. but how did you guys go about getting the word out prior to opening uh, I mean just really word of mouth yeah. uh, again Pablo kind of really ran ran that as I um, kind of focus on the day-to-day -day and operations and equipment and whatnot so it, it was really just part of, it started with our family, started with our friends, we started telling them about the idea, um, and then that kind of organically spread. Um, putting up sign uh, for about six, uh, six to eight months. Yeah. Kind you of can works. do anything oh, in a year. Yeah. If you're building a construction site for a year, yeah. plenty of people will see it. Especially <laughs> where you're located. I mean, you're yeah. on a prime street. Yes, <laughs> yes. And, and again, it's, it's, it's just very scary, Yeah. Um, you know. All those people that follow you, 
don't equivocate to it. Are they, are they actually when you kind of come in and, yeah. and, 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 you know, people have their own spaces. They have their own places that they really, really love to go to. Yeah. Um, Especially so coffee spots. Yeah. Everyone has their favorite local. So it's very, it's still very scary, but the, the community has been responding great. And, yeah. and those people that have reached out to us, so we're trying to reach everyone back. Again, we're just trying to get our sea legs, but... You know, we'll reach out to everyone. We're pretty much here 24 hours a day, seven yeah. days a week. We want to say hello to everybody and, and, and thank you for their support. Do you have a cot in the back or is this just, uh, or is no, it you just like on the coffee just, beans? It, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> those are great. Those, yeah, yeah, great that day. It does They're get the job done. actually more comfortable than they look, I, I promise. You get that. I have a quick question, and you kind of just brought it up. I'm glad you segued into it. I remember being asked a while ago from somebody, like, and you almost forget these things when you're, like, neck deep in it, mm -hmm. and it feels like everything's going on, and it's hard to kind of see from the outside. Like, what was the moment where you're like, all right, this is going to work? Like, what were you doing where you're like, no, this this, this is actually a thing. Like, I, I know we'll be okay. I want to say that was Saturday. <laughs> I want to say that was, <laughs> uh, no, I, I want to say that was, what, the, this side of the passport? This the last previous Saturday. Saturday. I, I drove by and I like I thought it was gonna be slow and there was a line out the door and I'm like oh, oh my god guess I'm working now <laughs> yeah I guess they do need me oh <laughs> awesome oh shit so, so for me it was probably the last Saturday it wasn't that day exactly because we were coming in and we were you know just giving out coffee and showing people around it was really the, oh, the day Monday you guys came in. yeah the day oh, okay. it was really Monday um, why I say Monday is because people were trying to walk in when we were still closed thinking that either we were open or they just wanted to pass by yeah. and it was just gut-wrenching because like, oh, I want to, you know, yep. I want to show you what we got. Yeah. So I, I, I felt that like Monday and Tuesday and even the Wednesday when we actually got our CEO and we were able to open at two o'clock, people were still trying to come in. So going back to social media real quick, um, this it kind of pertains to it. Um, so when it comes to craft beer, you know, there's trends and you kind of have to predict trends or you create trends. Um, obviously, you know, like pastry sours, you know, stuff like that. Um, you kind of have to you know, grow at the times and, you know, do some stuff maybe you don't want to do or just so get a little creative. Huh? Yeah, you got to adapt. Yes, yeah. exactly. So what is, how do you predict trends in coffee? How do you create trends in coffee? Is it, you know, doing the pumpkin spice thing seasonally or how do you, how do you go about that? I mean, this late in the game, a lot of the trends have already started. Yeah. And I don't think that we really try and follow. I mean, we're still naive enough, I guess, to think that we don't have to follow those trends. Um, we'd like to think we're setting some of them. Yeah. Our, our, yeah, pumpkin spice is a thing, but we weren't just going to roll out any pumpkin spice filled with syrup and sugar. Yeah. We wanted to make sure that if we did have one, we had our own twist on it, right? So that's why our Florida PSL, not only does it have a hint of orange on it, Ooh. you're not going to get any um syrups in there it's all actual spices it's almost like a baking recipe when you look yeah. at it and um basically that's that's the craft that we want to deliver is it going to take the barista a little bit longer to create it yeah we understand that but the quality and the taste that you're going to get from it is unlike anything you've had anywhere else so we kind of like to think that we can put our own twist on trends i guess um, just because something's popular doesn't mean we got to follow it to the letter. Absolutely. We can put our own twist on it, still make it delicious, but make it our own. And um, I mean, yeah, bourbon's a thing, but you haven't seen it in coffee that often, have you? So yeah. we've been able to at least come up with our own way of, of hopefully setting some trends and, and really being the trendsetter. Yeah. So uh, with, with that, like I mentioned before, um, inspiration could come from anywhere. And that's why I want the team to be able to do that. 
um, and inspire either you know, if it can, becomes a trend, fantastic. Yeah. If not, we want to have it for our own. You're more um, inspired by like your culture and you guys more than right, what's correct. just trending online correct. right now. Right, correct. So there's there's a couple other things and visions that we want to do. Um, that again, this is just the beginning for us. Mm -hmm. There's some other ideas that I've talked to the Pablo and the team about that we want to do. First and foremost, what we have now, we want to perfect it. We want to make sure it comes out consistent. We want to make sure that any delays or anything like that is, is I know we're yeah. working on the kings, um, and then be able to roll out all the other items that we want to do. So summertime we'll have something, then the next winter we have something else. So we already have ideas in mind of items that we want to do that uh, have you know have been done in the past or really haven't been brought to this area um, that we're excited about and try it out. If it works, fantastic. If it doesn't, you know, we move on to the next. But uh, again, inspiration come from anywhere and you know again the team is, is really what what really moves us. Um, at the end of the day we can't we can't do everything. You know, yeah. I, I can't take an order, I can't you know be a barista, I can't you know so you have to have faith on those people yeah, to yeah, yeah. pick up the so, slack for sure. Again I give my team a great amount of love and respect because without them we wouldn't be where we're at right now, especially you know just open. Yeah, that's so important. So important to appreciate the people who appreciate yes, you. Yes. So. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, that's awesome, guys. Uh, what if, if uh, when everyone comes in, what do you think they should drink first? <laughs> Everyone's different. Everyone is different. I know you You and I have this thing because when you go into a brewery and <laughs> you're like, oh, what do you have? And you're like, oh, surprise me or something, you yeah. know. He took it as me just being the indecisive female, and he's like, "Oh God, Doug! Now I know what you have to deal with." Literally stop. turned to him and said that to him. Actually, here, I'll, I'll throw it out there. Uh, so we always talk about in the brewery realm. There's the cheese pizza theory. Have you heard of that one? No. So like, it's with with breweries. You know, from a production side or being in the industry, or whatever. When you go to a brewery, yes, they probably have a hazy, they probably have a sour, they probably have a pastry stout, and that's all cool. But if you go to a new pizza shop, try the like the cheese pizza. Plain Jane, nothing crazy. See if that's amazing, and then everything else is probably solid. Mm. So, like, what is your cheese pizza? Oh, our cheese Cafe pizza. Cafe con leche. Yeah. Oh. I mean, being from Miami, that's that's just a staple. Not only Hispanic culture, but in Miami culture, um, there's nothing like a nice, warm piece of bread in a cafe con leche, if you ask me, <laughs> especially on a cold day like this. Oh, yeah, man. Um, so, if, if we can make you a good cafe con leche, anything else, so, uh, just roll from there. What we have been noticing, though, is the whole, like, male-female spectrum where girls will order the pumpkin spice and the guys will order the maple bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan of it. You right. can even tell what they're going to order as soon as they walk in. Right. And or I talk shit like that because that's what I order. Yeah, he can. It's sitting in front of him. Yeah. And if I, if I may Sugar say, uh, if I may say uh, you know, we were open this morning. And uh, I just got a lovely, te uh, not text, but an email from uh, Allison, one of our customers in the morning. I remember that uh, I had two of them order a cafe con leche. And I got an email from her saying, I just I was in two minutes ago, got your cafe con leche, and it's the best drink I've ever had. Aww. So <laughs> I, I wanted to share that with the team. I haven't had a chance to. Oh, that's but, so sweet. Um, you know, like Pablo said, we're, we're from Miami. We wanted to bring yeah. kind of that, that, that. Spice, I guess you could oh, yeah. come up here. That flavor. Uh, I've always <laughs> have friends that go down to Miami and they say, "Well, I love the beach and the coffee. Those are and the food, right?" Yeah. And we just wanted to create a nice, you know, coffee ambiance with with that kind of um, 
drink up here yeah. that people can really love and enjoy. So you know you have something special when you have positive reviews going. Yes. Because <laughs> everyone I feel like is so quick to just be Oh we got know, our first negative animal. review and yeah. <laughs> I was and, and again, even understandable. So it's, yeah, it's, it's more fun. likely people write negative than positive, so you know it's good and something yeah. very special when people go out of their way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, that, that cafe con leche, and we have other items as well. What are you I mean, drinking right now? Oh, I'm I'm drinking my my straight up latte. Yeah, and uh, you same. Same, which is a, kind of like a cafe con leche. Yeah. It's just okay. prepped a little bit different. Yeah. Nice. Uh, this nitro cold brew is just stupid good. Mm, it's not awesome. making me like I'm, feel like I'm going to jump out of my skin. You know, there's a couple coffee shops I've been to downtown where I take three sips and I feel like I'm having a freaking heart attack. Oh. And then I'm like <laughs> uncomfortable for like the next eight hours, yeah. you know. Yeah. I and I don't even think I'm that like caffeine sensitive. But I mean, when you have something that's just like too potent, you know. And, and that's the brilliant part about you know, roasting on site, we can make those adjustments yeah. right away when you're roasting or when you're cupping or when you are, are preparing to brew, whatever the case may be. We have an assortment of, of coffee. Right now we have six coffees, not an assortment, but we have six coffees uh, from around the world. And we could decide, hey, Papua New Guinea is just fantastic right now. Let's do it on drip or let's do it on natural. Or Brazil's fantastic. Or we have our house plan, which we call Casa del Sol, which hopefully we'll have back uh, uh, pretty soon here um, that we you know get the best of our, our world and make it into our own um, again that's the beauty of, of being able to do those things that we want to do in the house yeah. so you can get that in your cup and you're not jumping out you know yeah. going it, crazy. it really so. is fantastic did either of you add any sugar to your coffee at all no see and, and that's my favorite part because coming from you know my this they whip sugar into your coffee <laughs> like it, it's a cream before anything else and when we believe like when you have good coffee the taste is good enough that you don't need the sugar yeah. or as much of it now we're not that shop that's not going to give you sugar i mean if you want sugar great we'll give it to you um but we really think that if coffee's fresh enough it's going to give you a taste without having to overload it with you know it's like putting ketchup on your steak i guess yeah yeah, yeah. Good and there's point. people that want ketchup on their steak, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. I, don't no want, I, don't, I don't I don't want to offend the people with uh, ketchup on steaks. <laughs> we um, don't need the tomato mafia coming Shout out to Hunts. <laughs> But a quick story, uh, when I was in Tampa, and that's kind of really where it started, the idea started coming together for me. Um, one of my favorite uh, shops before, obviously, I, I was able to open this one, was Buddy Brew in Tampa. And um, we, I even took Pablo down there and, and I showed him, hey, this, this is, this is fantastic. Yeah. But they were roasting, and I remember I had, I was doing work. And I said, I gotta get out of the house. Let me let me go do some work somewhere else. I need to I need to be around people. I can't. I'm, I, I need to get out. <laughs> Went and I did the traditional what I usually do: put X amount of sugar into it. And and when I first tried it, I'm like, this is super sweet. Did I do the wrong sugar? I went, I kept on going back and I realized I had to just put less and less sugar because the coffee was already fantastic as is. It doesn't have any less acid. It's like, and that's when I started, like the light bulb went off in my yeah. head and said, okay, I see why I'm paying X amount for freshly roasted coffee. It's just, uh, different. it's just, when I worked at a high end restaurant, uh, it's why they, we charge for some of this, right? So we want to be there. We want to, we want to do the same thing again. That's why we roast. 
and hopefully everyone can really experience it. But again, if you want some sugar, if you want whatever you want, by all means. No judgment. You know? No judgment. Hey, we've been there. Trust me. Silently judging your decision. <laughs> From afar. Now, that's kind of why I would like we were excited about doing this one specifically. Because I feel like, like I said earlier, there's a lot that translates back and forth between the two industries. Like, well, obviously, we, we focus heavily on beer and what we do. and But... I think there's something to be said about imagining like a final product and taking like raw ingredients, building a brand around it, and kind of trying to turn it not just into something by itself, but into something greater. Right. So no, a lot of respect for you guys for what you're thank doing you, here. Thank you, thank you guys are killing it, man. Absolutely. And um, are you guys selling your bags of coffee yeah. yet? You are? Amazing. I saw I saw one at the brewery and I, it's just so visually pleasing, so aesthetically pleasing. It's this gold and black bag, but it's so beautiful. It has your logo on it. Um, so people can pick that up now. You have yes. glassware for sale too? Not yet. No. Not, not I saw yet. Your, you have like the machine that puts it on there. Is that? We, I forget what she was doing. That's going to be for our house glasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and we were really just testing it out and nothing. They look gorgeous. You could definitely, yeah. one day, you better sell we're those. We're trying to figure out how it'll hold up to the dishwashers. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So there's there a couple items that we, we will hopefully introduce in the near future. Awesome. We're looking at, um, you know, some people that aren't here, uh, that, that either travel or like live outside of Orlando. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be able to either do uh, coffee uh, online to, for you to order uh, or subscriptions. We're looking at both. We're just, again, we're, trying, yeah, we're trying to work out the kinks and to make sure that we are able to deliver that, that product to you. So that's slowly but surely coming. Um, but again, just we're just working out a couple of items before, before we do it. So. Awesome, guys. Seriously, we wish you so, so much luck. You're amazing. The place Thanks. is amazing. The coffee is amazing. The beer is amazing. <laughs> it's just well, all around. Y'all need to come here for we, sure. We really owe a big thanks to you guys, too, because, I mean, not only early on when we came to you with the idea that you guys had just opened up. And, I mean, I remember talking to Chris and Doug and saying, you know, how long did it take you guys to open? And when you gave me your answer, I looked at Tony. <laughs> I feel better. And I, and I looked at Tony and I said, man, if it takes us that long, we're dead. <laughs> and, and now it are. makes you feel it better. It took us three months longer than it did you guys. What well, so, was that freaking parking lot bullshit, uh, right? I yeah, mean, that was really, it was, I mean, I get too it. too crazy, we, but at least. We had some construction back. challenges and, yeah. and you know, um, time is money. I, no, oh, yeah. I understand that now more than ever. Um, but, you know, you guys really not only gave us hope that it could be done and be done right, but you've also supported us, whether it's been through social media posts or just telling your patrons and, you know, introducing us to people while we're in there and stuff. So we're really appreciative to the tactical team and you guys as well. Yeah. Just there to help her get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and again, yes, uh, thank you so much for that guidance. That we definitely needed it. Um, and there's just a, a whirlwind of information out there and sometimes you just don't know where to go yeah so to you know i have friends that own their own places as well and i and i reached out to them and the support has just been tremendous especially on the opposite side you know when you're when you're operating it's one thing but when you're on the ownership side it's a completely different monster you know <laughs> it, it, it's you know the stop the, the buck stops with you yeah. Right there's there's no one else there. That's it. So uh, the guidance and the, and the feedback and that uh, that everyone has helped us. And, you know, we be more than grateful uh, for everyone's support. So yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I'm glad you guys have a really good community taking care of. Yeah. So.
couple. Yeah, anything else you want to plug at the end of it? Yeah, anything coming up? Uh, I mean, it'll be great. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know. Do you have um, a grand opening soiree planned yet? Not yet. Not yet. Um, we, we're still finalizing uh, our menu right now. We're, we're only offering about half of our menu. We, our food menu will be expanding, um, which means we do need to increase our food storage. So we got a couple more construction items that we want to get done. And um, hopefully in early 2021, we'll be having a grand opening. We nice. just want to be considerate about it. We don't want to have 200, 300 people here no. at, during social distancing. So. Um, you know, and that's just my family side. So yeah. Tony brings his family. What did it take a year for you guys to have your grand opening party? Yeah. Not kidding. Not even remotely well, kidding. Yeah. And, and COVID <laughs> just, just changed forgetting. that whole landscape of it. So yeah. we want to make sure that we're considerate and are able to accommodate, you know, if we have a, a large influx of people here on the same day, yeah. that A, they're not waiting too long for their drinks, but B, that the quality of the product isn't diminished because we're rushing it and then that we can space out and stuff so awesome. it'll be a while but we'll definitely make sure to announce it yeah keep us posted and i'm sure everyone everyone can already come in now but right no. I'm sure that party will be pretty damn fun so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we hope to have the the commissioner here he came in yesterday so thank you commissioner stewart Nice. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to also get the mayor here for like a ribbon cutting. So, That's awesome. Um, so, you know, and again, thank you to everyone in the city to helping us out, Senior Orlando, especially Kim. Uh, Kim has been a tremendous help and resource. Um, so, uh, it, it's definitely been a group effort. So, we just want to thank everybody from our financing, from our bank, um, and, and to our team, to our family. Uh, so we just want to thank, uh, thank everyone for their support and their love and uh, we'll be here for the service and coffee and more and beer and, and food beer. And <laughs> hell yeah man well we appreciate you guys taking the time um, we'll, we'll let you get back to it because I'm sure there's 17 things that have already popped up so. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. minimum awesome. <laughs> well again thank you guys so much and you'll be seeing our faces quite a bit so. love it we'll <laughs> sorry in advance right. <laughs> cheers cheers, cheers. dead Dead.